Hi, I'm Sarah, and this is my daughter, Allegra. You may know my mom from The Mom Hour. On this show, we talk about the books, shows, podcasts, and music that our family enjoys together. Plus, how we discover great media for kids and how we consume it. We also talk about other fun stuff like board games, tablet games, and movies. Today's episode is about a couple different things. We're going to talk about distance learning, which is the new reality for a lot of kids. And we're also going to talk about art lessons, learning art online and from books. It's going to be fun. Come on, Mom. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to episode 12 of Kid Literate. Today, we're going to be talking about distance learning and learning art through books or online. I mean, let's get real. Distance learning wasn't even a thing a couple of weeks ago, or it was just starting to be a thing when our last episode aired. So we thought it would be good to kind of pause and talk about this a little bit. We're recording this on April 3rd. Yep. And we know things are changing really quickly for everybody out there. But Allegra, why don't you at least update everybody on what your school situation looks like right now and and what grade you're in as well. I am in sixth grade. So at my school, that is middle school. So I have four different core teachers and they each have Google Hangouts or Google Meets. And we click on a link and then we go to that class. They're each about 30 minutes long, but they can be shorter if we have nothing to talk about. And this has been going for about a week and a half for us. And we have received word that this will be the reality through the end of this sixth grade school year. So does it feel, I mean, I know it felt really different in the beginning. Does it feel like you're settling in a little bit to? Yeah, it's been a week since we started, a week and two days. Yeah, I think it's becoming the new reality. Are there things that you look forward to in your classes? Do you like seeing people's faces? Um, Have you, or do you feel like you're learning? Yes. We've started new projects. I passed my math test. We We took a Google Forms math test and I passed. So yeah. So life goes on. Um, We would love to hear from anybody out there who wants to share what distance learning is looking like in your schools and your communities. You can always email us hello at kidliteratepodcast.com. And we will continue to bring you this podcast. And and some of our topics might kind of um, shift and change a little bit to address the current reality as well. Do you think it's a stretch to combine talking about distance learning with learning art, or do you think they might be related? Well, we do have art class. We're doing distance learning art class, and I've already done two pieces that I'm very happy with. Yeah, you came downstairs the other day after an art class from your school. There's there's also ways to take um, art online through private art programs, but you actually, mm-hmm. from your school's art department, um, do you want to talk about those projects that you did? Yeah, so one of them, I drew a hot air balloon. And then inside, I used words like interlocking that kind of talked and described about hot air balloons. And that was a really fun one. Yeah, maybe we can put that up. We do have an Instagram now, everyone. We're just at KidLiterate on Instagram. So maybe we can put those up on Instagram and people can see. And the other one was pointillism. Is that right? Yes, pointillism. I drew a sphere. And then used dots to give the illusion of shading, like a bunch of dots making it darker and few and far between dots making it look lighter. Yeah, it was really cool. Well, we are already getting ahead of ourselves. So let's talk a little bit about what we're going to do today. We're talking a little bit about distance learning, but we're going to move into learning art either online or through books. 
We also have a very special guest interview today. We sat down with Clara Dodson, who is my co-host Megan at the Mom Hour. It's her daughter. Um, and she's a huge art fan. She does a ton of cartooning and drawing. And so she is going to share some really great YouTube resources um, mm-hmm. for art and drawing. And then, of course, we'll finish the episode with what we are reading and what you all are reading. So we have a lot to get to today. And before we get into all that, we are welcoming back our sponsor, Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. Yes. So excited about this sponsor. Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls is a best-selling book and also a podcast. And our family loves them both. We do. The Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls podcast is now in season three. And I know that right now families are really looking for different ways to continue their learning at home. So each episode is around 20 minutes long and tells the story of one inspiring woman from history. And they're each narrated by another inspiring woman, which is really cool. So as a parent, I was shocked to read that only 19% of children's books showcase women with jobs or career ambition. And that by the age of six, many girls already believe they're less smart than boys. Like, what? Seriously? That's crazy. Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls was created to help close the confidence gap in young girls and tell the stories of incredible women across every possible field. Astronauts, chefs, trombonists, judges, scientists, tennis players, everyone from Jane Goodall to Simone Biles. To inspire the rebel girl in your life, go and find Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls wherever you get your podcasts. Again, it's Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls. All right. So Allegra, you have a bunch of resources to share with us um, that have to do with drawing and art. And these are all things that kids could do at home right now while they're, you know, sheltered in place. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. Um, so I have to mention before we get into this that I'm sure a lot of you out there have already discovered Lunch Doodles with Mo Willems. If you haven't, look it up. Um, it's a daily live streaming, not live streaming because it's pre-recorded. It's a daily streaming chat with author and illustrator Mo Willems of the, you know, pigeon and elephant and piggy and mostly pigeon, right? Books, very famous. Um, Really, really cool videos for all the way down to preschoolers. And he does lead you through some drawing exercises, but he reminds me of Mr. Rogers a little bit, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. He just kind of talks to you. It's really, really sweet. He goes through like how he makes the books and the steps that he uses. Yeah. And he's just really welcoming and encouraging, um, very gentle and nurturing. Right when all of this shelter in place stuff started, um, he was kind of, it seemed like one of the first. And now there are so many other authors doing read aloud story times and artists doing online tutorials. So um, just get out there and, and look for that stuff for your kids if they're needing to shake up their time at home. But Allegra, what you want to talk about today is hand lettering, calligraphy and drawing. And you have some specific recommendations. So I'm excited to get to those. And as always, everything we talk about is linked up in the show notes at kidliteratepodcast.com. So what's your first pick? So I have The Art of Calligraphy by Ruth Booth. That is really the author's name, Ruth Booth. And it is a really good calligraphy book. I got it at Barnes & Noble and it has a bunch of different fonts and it goes through the alphabet with each of the fonts and then it gives you spaces to practice with like cool frames and Yeah, so it is both a how-to and then also you can practice right there in the book. And calling it the art of calligraphy makes it sound like it's just that one type of calligraphy that everybody thinks of. But really, there's, a, like you said, a lot of different lettering yeah. styles. They have fun names, too. Like this one's called Ballerina. And this one is called Isabella Capitals. 
and they also have Romeo and Grandma and really cool and lots of space to practice your lettering um, or and even these blank pages that you could tear out and like you know frame or something like create a piece yeah. of calligraphy art I love that okay what else so I also have a book called 365 Days of Art by Lorna Scobie and every day for a year she gives you a art exercise everything from like add leaves and fruit to the branches of the tree and she gives you a pre-drawn tree also like design a wallpaper behind the chair or just like experiment with different textures and drawings and places to design t-shirts and experiment with color mixing I really like this book because often, whether it's writing or drawing or designing, you sit down with a blank page and you think, I don't know what to draw. Or you go to draw the exact same thing you always draw. So I like how specific her prompts are. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's very specific. You're either going to do what she says or you're not. But it's you're not going to be for lack of ideas. And there's 365 ideas. So if you don't like today's, you'll like tomorrow's maybe. Yeah. It's a good one. So that's 365 days of art. Both of these would make great gifts. Yes. And then this one is, I would say the other two are more for maybe like eight plus. And this one is more for like five plus, I'd say. Maybe a little older than that. But it is You Can Draw Cartoon Animals by Christopher Hart. And it is very simple and step by step. And like it points out everything, gives you tips. Yeah, I... We've had this for such a long time. The back page is ripped out. (laughs) So cartoon animals. So this is a step-by-step drawing book. We have a lot of how to draw books, some more complicated than others. And I agree this one, um, you're not going for super realistic animal Mm, figure drawing, um, but more comic book style maybe. um, And they make it easy step by step. Um, I think how to draw books in general are fun to have around um, for, for all ages. Um, even adults who don't think that they're artistic, if you give give us a step by step and, you know, we can have fun trying to do that, too. OK, so we've talked about a few book book like things. What about some materials? Do you have some favorite um, pens and drawing implements? Yeah. So for the 10th day of coronavirus <laughs> quarantine, you got each of us, me, my sister, my brother, a gift. And I got some really cool brush tip markers and they have like a brush almost tip marker at the at one end and at the other end is like a um, like that slanted calligraphy tip, right? Like bold, more firm, like a firm. uh, Most people would like a highlighter, like if you get a highlighter and it has that firm slanted tip. And then the other tip is, I didn't know this term brush tip marker till recently, I think with hand lettering, but it's a little more like pliable, flexible. It looks yes. like the end of a paintbrush kind yeah. of. So you can, you can go light with it. You can press down with it and you can get different weights or thicknesses. Yes. So each of these, and I'll read the brand here because it was a new brand to us, but it's by Ohuhu, O-H-U-H-U. Um, and we'll link them up in the show notes, of course. But um, there's 48 markers and they each have two sides, the the calligraphy side and the brush tip side. Um, and they come in this cool carrying case. So that was that was a great one. Those have been good. You've had other brush tip markers in the past. Um, are, yeah. Do you prefer these? Any others that stand out or do you think they're all kind of the same? No, I like these better. I got some at Barnes and Noble and they dried out really fast and didn't have as much definition as these ones do. 
The one thing I say is if you want super thin coloring in lines, they bleed a little bit. But okay. I think if you have good paper, it wouldn't do that as much. Okay. Well, that brings up a good point. Tell us about paper. Like, what are your thoughts on what kind of paper do you like? What do you like to use? For calligraphy, I would say mixed media paper works okay. really well. Um, I am also into watercolor, like um, ocean scenes is what I like to do. And for that, I do like watercolor paper, very thick, coarse paper. Yeah. So we've gotten used to just having different types of paper around in our house. You had one other kind of beginner hand lettering set that you wanted to mention, right? That came with some pens. Yes. So I got it a while ago. I think it was maybe for my birthday. It's from Prismacolor. And I think we got it at Target. It comes with all different thicknesses of calligraphy pens from it has the brush tip, the highlighter tip. It has super thin to medium thin. It also comes with a kneaded eraser, which I think is super fun. And that also was kind of like a beginner hand lettering set um, that kind of got you going on hand lettering. I, I love hand lettering. I think that's a really fun way to do art as well. Well, thank you, Allegra. And again, all of those recommendations will be in our show notes at kidliteratepodcast.com. So next we will be interviewing Clara and she will be telling us about what YouTube tutorials she likes to watch for art. Hi, Clara. Welcome to Kid Literate. Hello. Thank you for having me. We're so excited you're here. So Clara, we wanted to have you on to talk about YouTubers and specifically watching YouTube to get ideas for art because you love art. Is that right? Yes. My question for you is how do you find YouTube channels to watch for inspiration for art? Do you just kind of search around or are they recommended by other things that you read or watch or listen to? Um. Well, if you're going to like look for things specifically just look for things specifically if you want inspiration look up like like prompts and stuff you could there's like a lot of things you can do if you watch like a few then you'll get a lot recommended yeah the algorithm serves them up for you so do you type in a certain search like if you wanted to draw animals would you type in like how to draw animals something like that okay yeah cool and what is your favorite type of art to do um i like cartoon okay i draw a lot of people um, and animals. I'm not very good with like landscapes, but yeah, I just draw really like anything I can. Do you have a couple of specific YouTubers that you recommend for art? Uh, yes. So I have one called um, Doodle Date and I haven't watched them in a while, but they have really good content. They're a British couple and they just have like fun art and they do like different challenges and like art challenges. And it's really cool. Did you say Doodle Date? Yeah, Doodle Date. Okay. Yeah, and then my other one is Casey Golden. Um, She just does like a lot of watercolor and she's also really entertaining and she also does some challenges. So describe a challenge. What would a challenge be like? Like I really, because I haven't watched any of these YouTubers, so what would that be like? Um, Like a three color challenge. Like they pick three random colors. It's not like actual challenges, but um, Doodle Date does like coloring with food or like painting with food and Mm -hmm. diluting stuff. And it's really entertaining. And do you um, find yourself wanting to do the same projects that you watch them do? Or do you just watch them and then kind of come up with your own things to do? Um, I would say both. Sometimes I see um, stuff and I like want to exactly copy it and see um, like what happens and if I can do that. 
And sometimes I like take inspiration from what they're doing and just kind of make it up as I go. I love that. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite thing to draw or um, use in your drawing in terms of both the pens and the paper? Do you have like a big easel or are you a sketch pad person? Um, And then what about the pens and pencils you're using? Um, I'm definitely a sketch pad and um, pencil person. And I've been trying to make more finished art, like with lining them with like micron pens. Micron pens are really nice um, for lining. And I have a bunch of them, but I don't use them very often. Um, And I'm trying to have like more finished artwork instead of just a bunch of random doodles. And the sketches. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Allegra Mm -hmm. has a question. What is one thing that you've been drawing or painting recently? Okay, so there's this game called Animal Crossing. And I've been drawing a lot of characters from Animal Crossing. Um, I like just drawing animals in general. I draw a lot of cute little animals and I try to make their eyes really big. Like cats and dogs or like wild animals? Uh, Both. Do you ever watch YouTubers for art other than drawing and painting? Like I'm thinking things like um, clay or sculpture or... um, anything like three-dimensional like that oh yeah so there's this other youtuber i just thought of it's called draw with jazza oh wait he changed his youtube channel to just jazza and he does like everything you can imagine he does like digital art um traditional art which is like pen and paper um he does a he does so many things it's so cool okay so clara before we wrap up we like to ask our guests kind of a fun or silly question and so allegra has a question for you if you could be a superhero, what would be your power and why? Um, okay. So my first one, like I would either have telepathy or um the ability to fly. I would want to fly because like obviously you get to fly <laughs> and it's fun. And telepathy, I would just want to be able to see like what was on people's minds. Yeah, I agree. That would be really fun. I think I would want, if I was telepathic, I would want to be selectively telepathic. I I think I wouldn't Mm -hmm. want to know what was on everyone's minds all the time, but I would want to be able to use that power if I could, like when I chose to. Um, Well, Clara, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We had so much fun talking to you and thank you for those uh, art YouTuber recommendations. Thank you. Thank you, Clara. Okay. So what are you reading, mom? Yeah, so it's time for our What We're Reading segment. And I am reading a book of essays by David Sedaris called Me Talk Pretty One Day. David Sedaris is a humor writer, a very famous humor writer. I haven't read as much of his stuff. I've been familiar like with who he is and why he's funny. And I've probably read excerpts here and there, but I don't think I've ever read a full book of his. Um, And this one, I checked it out electronically from our library, which is how I'm reading these days. Um, And it goes really fast and it's very, very funny. I let Allegra, it's not for kids, but I did let you, Allegra, read an excerpt of an Easter related essay that had even you laughing out loud. So that is Me Talk Pretty One Day by David Sedaris. And what are you reading, Allegra? I am reading the Mysterious Benedict Society series, which I have already read, but it's a really fun reread. And before that, I had just finished Project 1065, Project spelled P-R-O-J-E-K-T, and it is a World War II spy thriller novel. That sounds really good. That kind of got you even thinking about maybe wanting some more World World War II spy thrillers. So we're on the hunt. That is by Alan Gratz. Cool. So in every episode, we talk about what you are reading. 
And today we have a audio message from Andrea and her oldest son, Cooper. And let's play it now. Hi, this is Andrea Loiseau. I'm here with my oldest son, Cooper. We've enjoyed listening to your podcast and wanted to share what we're reading. I'm reading American Royals by Catherine McGee and recently finished Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. My name is Cooper and I'm eight years old. Right now, me and my mom are reading The Magic Message, The Second Story by Neil Patrick Harris. I like that there are secret codes, magic tricks, and mysteries in the book. Well, thank you, Andrea and Cooper. And thank you, everybody who has sent in what you're reading. Um, we love getting your emails and we especially love hearing your voices. So just as a reminder, kidliteratepodcast.com is where you'll find the show notes and we'll link up everything that Allegra talked about and Clara talked about and what we're reading and what Andrea and Cooper are reading. It's all in one handy list at kidliteratepodcast.com. This was episode 12. And Allegra, is it time for you to get back to your online learning school? <laughs> I've got engineering in a few minutes. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Kid Literate is a production of Life Listened. Our sound engineer is Brian Thomas from Yokai Audio. You can find links to everything we mentioned at kidliteratepodcast.com. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen. Thanks. Thanks.